Hi there, my name is Jessica. Welcome to Sister Sister, the podcast, an all-women talk show from the heart of Ghana that seeks to bring to bear a plethora of relationship issues and possible solutions. So let's just jump right into our first um, email for the day. And this one says, I'm 36, my husband is 51. I've been married for the past 13 years, and I have three boys. Met my husband through a mutual friend. I must say, when I met him, he was so calm. An introvert, looked responsible. I was not head over heels in love with him, but my mother said he would be a good husband for me. After a year of marriage, I noticed that we were just not compatible. He's a good man, but he's not my kind of man. I've tried to love him and told him on countless occasions how I would love our relationship to be. He's verbally abusive sometimes, but I stayed for all these years, and now I want out. I want to be happy, and my boys are growing. I don't want them to see how their dad behaves and think that's the right thing to do. Mm. What do I do, and how do I tell him that I really want out? Hmm. (laughs) Wow. 3651, she's had it. That's Mm. what, how many years? 13. Yeah. No, not the difference. I mean, she said she's been there for 13. For 13 yes, 13. Years. Okay. So the age difference. Okay. Do the math. Age difference. So what, she's 36. <laughs> he's 51. So that's what? About, about 15. 15 years. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, I mean, for me, age is just a number. Mm. And, and you know, I've seen... I always thought I was going to marry someone who was much older than I was. Really? Yes, between 13 to 20 years. Really? I always thought so. Yes. Most <laughs> okay. of my friends were older than me. Um, my big sister and I you know there's a 10 year gap mm-hmm. so I just always thought I would end up with someone much older that didn't happen mm-hmm. no regrets um, as it stands but these are some of the realities that come with relationships that have such an age gap mm. she says he's verbally abusive sometimes my guess is that it might not be exactly verbal, verbal abuse not to downplay her feelings or anything but There's usually this, you know, father-daughter thing going on when you have an older man and a younger woman. Mm. You you can't help it. He's seen life a little bit more than you. Again, if you do that math, you've been married for 13 years. That means you got married when you were 23. He was like 38. He's hitting, you know, beautiful 40. Mm. I don't know if you're fresh out of school then or, you know, just coming from your parents' house. So... The tendency with relationships like that is for the the man to try to teach you or show you the ropes of life. I'm guessing that she hadn't really experienced much, and now she wants more. But you can't do too much when you're married. And it's not even a sexual thing. But, you know, apart from the marriage, there are kids. You want to explore places. You've discovered yourself over these past years. You're in your prime at 36. The thing is, I'm wondering why she's finding it so difficult to go. Mm. From what she's saying, it doesn't sound like it's because of the kids, which no. people would usually say. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she feels it may be a stigma thing if she leaves the marriage, or I don't know what her situation is financially. If he's always been the breadwinner and she doesn't really have anything to fall back on, that could be something that's bothering her. But what I'll say, as usual, look, there's no use in staying in a marriage that you do. Otherwise, you, one day you'll be married for 50 years and then you realize that you've wasted your whole life. It's a long road. And you see, 23, 36, 46, an unhappy marriage is an unhappy marriage. It doesn't change. And you, you said right after the first year, you knew you were unhappy. <clears throat> and if 12 years down the line, you're still unhappy, 
it's very unlikely that that's going to change. So take a bold step, talk to him. If, fine, verbal abuse is an issue for you, you feel that that's what it is, address it um, in a loving way, adult way, mature way, talk about it. If it's not going anywhere, um, you, you just need to leave mm. because, you see, you lose your sanity. And what happens is that your children, you said you have all boys, they'll grow up watching that. Mm. That's how, it, it, assuming that, again, there's verbal abuse, that's how they're going to treat women in their lives. That's how they're going to expect women to receive whatever they dish out to them. You don't want to create little monsters who are going to become people that you definitely didn't want to live with, mm. you know, at, at this point in time. So difficult as it may be, like 13 years of marriage, it's not easy to walk away from. You may even just be comfortable living, again, that devil you know better than the angel you don't know kind of thing. But if you're not happy... You're not happy, Charlie. Mm. You're not happy. Sandy. Mm. Um, when I heard that she's been with the man for 13 years, and after a year, she already knew that this wasn't going to go well. Mm. Now, it sounds to me, or it seems to me, that she has been delaying this divorce decision for 12 years. So for 12 years, you've actually delayed taking... Yeah. yeah. And so if by the 13th year you are telling us about this, then maybe, just maybe, you are ready to get out. Mm. That's how I see it. So if... She, sh she should just leave. Mm. If that's what she wants to do, she should just leave. And about the verbal abuse, you know, she says something about always pointing out to him how she would want her relationship to be. Isn't right. that what is provoking the anger from the man? That's mm. what I am thinking. Like, mm. you are constantly in somebody's face telling them what they're not, how insufficient they are okay. for you, to you. Maybe, just maybe. That could be it. So maybe if, if, if it's the silence she's looking for, if, if it's the peace she's looking for in the home, this whole thing of you are not enough for me, you are not good enough for me, maybe she'll have to stop. Mm. And maybe then the back and forth and the verbal abuse may stop. Right. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of verbal abuse it is, but these days even raising your voice as someone qualifies as such. Right. So if she can gauge and realize that it's in the conversations I've been having with him about how unhappy we are that makes him respond that way. Then maybe she needs to check it because obviously she's not, he's not going to change. Mm. So why keep hammering on these same points when 13 years it's been like that and it's not going to change? But like I said earlier, I mean, she's delayed this decision for 12 years, it seems. Mm. So is there anything you can tell somebody who's been wanting to do something for 13 years? Like, does it, does it come across to you that perhaps it had something to do with she wanting her children to grow a little bit. Waiting. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people do that. Mm. So I guess yeah. now the age is right for her to leave. Well, look, 13 years, you want to do this. You can go ahead and do it. But if it is about the verbal abuse or the anger in his voice when he's speaking to you, maybe you might also want to check what you say to him. Because who likes to be made to feel that they are inadequate? Mm. You won't get the best of anybody whom you think is not good enough for you. True. That's what I think. Sure. Mm -hmm. okay. um, for me, like, this is quite simple. Um, I don't think this is a what should I do situation. I think it's more of a how should I exit kind yeah. of situation. Which was because last it's, it's okay. Because it's yeah. very clear, like, you know, this wasn't working. She knew right from the start. And also, one thing that struck me was when she said, 
her mom said he would make a good husband. So I feel like she didn't even make that decision for herself. No, it was not. kind of like she was guided into this situation ship that she's found herself in. Um, with regards to the verbal abuse, um, she doesn't come across as very aggressive, in my opinion. Um, you know, sometimes we receive letters and, you, you know, tell. you can tell. So I know some time ago some guy said he slapped his girlfriend. You know, you can tell from the language that is used in the letter. So I don't think she herself is constantly, you know, lambasting him or bringing him down about the relationship. It sounds like she's very worried and she does want a happy home and she's been trying to fix this for however long. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if she can go to her mom or if she has friends that she can speak to to help her to come up with an exit plan mm -hmm. because if someone is verbally abusive they can very easily become physically abusive because they've been you know holding in that anger and expressing it through their words for so long it's very easy to just cross over so i think if she can talk to her mom or a friend to help her to come up with a way to, you know, leave the relationship, then that would be great. Um, just going off of what Apioko said, maybe she's not as independent as she would like to be. That's mm -hmm. why she delayed it or she wanted the children to grow, which is something I, I don't understand because I think the sooner the children understand that, you know, your parents are not together, the sooner they'll be able to adapt as opposed to allowing them to stew and all the tension and the drama that goes on at home because children are smart. They're just small adults who <laughs> don't really know how to express themselves. So, um, yeah, I think, I think she should have a think. It's very obvious that this isn't working. She's known from, a ver from the very beginning. Yeah. So she should, you know, be brave and come up with a plan. Right. Is there something to say for the fact that she said she wasn't, like, she wasn't really into him from the start but just it seems as if she just went ahead because her mom yeah said oh yeah. you know Absolutely. yeah, yeah. You, you know we constantly talk about getting married for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and unfortunately this is one of those reasons somebody says he's a good man he'll make a good husband <laughs> but for who who gets yeah. to determine but, but who, you see, who a good man or a good some, husband some, sometimes when we also listen to such advice our selfish interests are are playing out because you heard that he will be good for you that's why you run in that corner well. So now I'm also you, wondering you heard what kind that. of a home she comes from. Yeah. Could it be that, because she married at 23, mm -hmm. that's pretty young. And 23, 13 years ago, it's actually not that long ago. We're talking 2007 there about. Right. Um, this is not a generation, 2007 typically, where people are being pushed into marriage very mm -hmm. early. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you, you no, get my drift. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know what her family background is, what part of the country she comes from, for example, what that marriage meant, not just for her, but for her family. Mm. But whatever be the case, 13 years down the line, mm. I mean, you, you, you can't keep putting yourself through this. Yeah. If, if it gets to a point where you're sending a letter to a TV or radio yeah. show, then really, yeah. you've you reached yeah. breaking point. Really so she might not even have her mom's support or her family's support because if her family encouraged her to get married right. that young and gave her the reason that, you know, he would be a good husband, she might not be able to go back there right. for support. So this is actually trickier than, yeah, than we seems. think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so a um, couple of messages. Abdul says... Didn't you know all of this before you jumped into the marriage? And as old as you are, you said your mom said she thinks you'll be a good husband for you. And now 
that fire is burning, you want to bow out, stay in that marriage because of the kids or else they will be basa. <laughs> Kingsford says every human being, male or female, has their bad size. That will obviously need improvement. Good you've identified your husband's weakness. Do well to talk to him first. And secondly, seek professional counseling if he's not changing for the better. Otherwise, I would like to think that you never liked him right from the start, as you in indicated, but for your mom's advice. Stay and work on the marriage and stop giving out these flimsy excuses. Cindy says, get out. Abuse is abuse. Emotional, physical, verbal, no person, man or woman, should endure abuse. He's killing her with his abusive words. Shiga says, this is a woman trying to play smart. Which marriage is smooth? Just verbal abuse? He's not even sleeping around or beating you. That's interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like, wait till that happens. <laughs> well, you, can't wait. Says, you can't wait. I know, we can't wait. Kamna says, um, how do I put this without sounding ju judgmental? Based on her story, the attraction wasn't there from day one. She thought the love would come through and they would grow in love. Uh, was he abusive with his words before or after she started telling about how she would want them to fall in love over and over and over, which is what you yeah, said. Yeah. Then again, all I can say is pray over it. Seek counsel, take a decision on your own without any influence. It should be her decision after everything's been said and done. Let no man put asunder is real. The only thing man or woman can do is to ad seek advice and counsel. You're the only one eligible to put asunder your marriage. Vincent says, you're not saying the truth because all I'm reading here now is not an excuse to quit a marriage of good 13 years. You don't love the man, but you've been able to stay with him and given him three kids. This woman is not saying the truth here because I sense that someone is behind this issue. Mm. Mavis says, 36 and 51, 15 years is too much of a gap. Secondly, verbal abuse, abuse is very hurtful and painful. Let someone he respects talk to him about the abuse and try to fix the marriage. But if it doesn't go well, then it's better for you, for your children to be from a broken home than to live in one. And finally, Kwame mm -hmm. says, why should you marry someone you don't love? Love is a requirement for a successful marriage because out of love, there is trust, patience and endurance. She missed it from the beginning because the foundation of the marriage is weak. And that was the first error. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple of your comments. We'll move right ahead. It's Sister Sister on City TV and, of course, 97.3 City FM. And this message says, I'm a 24-year-old lady in my final year university. Most of my male colleagues say that I'm too mature for them. And as a result, I've always dated guys who are way older than me. I'm currently dating a 38-year-old man. Everything is smooth. But um, everything is smooth. I'm not that worried about the age difference, but my friends seem to have an issue with it. In a recent conversation with my mentor, she made the statement, you'll need to find someone who's closer to you in age, else you guys will be at different places growing up. End of quote. Should I leave him and find someone my age, or should I do what makes me happy? And that's from a confused sister. <laughs> Back to this age issue. Yeah. So before I met my husband, the guy I was dating, I mean, is, you know, 14 years older than me. Wow. Yes. But he was one of the most immature people I ever knew. 
Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, I don't even want to get into the details, mm. but really, some of the things he would do, so irresponsible. It was like I was the adult, you know? So really, I don't like this thing of people equating age to maturity, True. you see? And she said that most of her colleagues tend to, or her friends tend to be older than her. I always found myself in that situation. When I was in high school, I was very bored because I didn't have seniors. I was a pioneer. Uh, and I had come from a place where my seniors were my biggest cheerleaders. You know, she may be that kind of person. My teachers were my friends, you know. Um, I don't get why her friends, though, are the ones who are dictating to her what to do. You see, if they're not your shoes, they'll never understand. Mm. They'll never understand how you're sitting with a guy who is your age and you are thinking about a multi-million dollar company in the next 10 years. And then the guy is thinking about going to buy pizza at the next oh, restaurant. <laughs> so I can really understand where she's coming from. What I'll say, however, is that um, you need to be careful which older guy you choose. Like I said earlier, some of them will always want to treat you like a child. Mm. They'll see you as just like how some girls have or some young women have a, a daddy complex. So men have a daughter complex. They're looking for someone to, to, to treat like their daughter, like their little girl. Mm. Um, I mean, all these psychological things come to play. Let's not get into that. Um, but then there are also those older men who want younger women who can think on their level. And mind you, a man who is, what, what, what did she say, is 38, mm -hmm. right? It's likely that a lot of his own age mates are already married or have kids. True. So he's also typically going to look downward. Even if he's marrying someone who is 30, that's still an eight-year difference. Yeah. See? So um, it's not necessarily out of place. So you just want to make sure that you're going to find someone who isn't going to look down on you. The person, this guy, is going to see you as an equal. He's going to value your intellect. He's going to value your choices. And then he'll pull you along with him. And then he, he'll trust that if you give him advice regardless of the age difference, it's coming from a sound place. Right. Forget your friends, because guess what? <laughs> In the next, I mean, assuming that, that that relationship fails, like let's say you, so you find somebody, you're very happy, it fails and you're crying. As for them, they've moved on. Mm. But you're the unhappy one. You go and marry someone who is your age and child, like you said, PlayStation every day, and you're very unhappy. <laughs> You'd have liked to go for a business meeting with him and share your mind on economics and politics. But that's not happening. Mm. Um, on the flip side, too, assuming you do find an older guy that you're happy with, you get married to him, you know, and you're happy, what will you tell your friends then? <clears throat> so really, just, I know, 24, there's a lot of noise around you. You're in the university, you're in the dorm. I'm sure your boyfriend, if he's older than you, you can't come and, and do narrowing to mm. Charlie. You can't take him places where your typical mates are. And you may begin to question. And your mentor, too, has also given you advice. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know who you are. Some of us, we are just old souls. <laughs> and <laughs> is what it is. really, you, you, you can't understand it if you're not in that position. But just cut out all the noise and focus on what works for you. Very mm. important. Um, sometimes I think that when we are discussing age, it's not really about the behavior or the character of the person or how mature the person is, but how society is also set up for, for certain things. And I'll use myself as an example. Like a Piyoko, I also 
have dated somebody that, you know, there was a gap mm. in, in, in age. In my case, I was the older one. Okay. Now, he was mature and he treated me in ways that now I like, he's really set the standard high. Mm. You know, the way <laughs> I can't mean? say mitine, so I'm not my oh, sorry kind of thing. Yeah. But the issue with the age wasn't that he wasn't mature or whatever it was, but you know, maybe you are done with school. You have done your master's. You are, you are now financially independent. And right. that person, and as much as they are mature and everything is perfect, they have that social ladder to, to climb now. So it might not mm. even be an issue of character or maturity. Right. It's just that, look, let's be real. Maybe you are better off financially than them because you got into the job market maybe first. So you right. have already started dealing with your promotions and everything. And Maybe you are also in a position where you think, okay, I want to settle now because I have a good job. And maybe he, he just got out of school not too long ago right. and he's trying to figure himself out. So it's not about his character or her character, right. but that they also need to climb up just that like social, you have yeah. taken mm -hmm. time to mm -hmm. do. So for the age bit, I don't think she should be too concerned with that, whether the person is too old or whether the person is too young, but she should think about what she can work with around that age. If you need him to be somewhere that your age folk meet or where you want to go, will he come with you? Mm. If there are, certain, there are certain things that you need to get done, of course, and it has to do with your demography, can he come along? Can he help? Can he cooperate? Will those things become an issue for you? That's what she needs to be thinking right. about right now. Mm. But as for the character bit, the maturity bit, some are very young, but mm. they have their, their bases covered. Yeah. Others are so old, but mm. still they don't know anything and they are being a nuisance. True. So that's how I feel. She should just see... Advice is coming in true, but just look at yourself. Look mm -hmm. at your life with this. Or maybe spend time with him. Spend some more time and just see where this is going. Does the age thing come up as much as you, you are fearing it would? Mm. She should just look at that and advise herself. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'd have to agree with what Apioko and Sandy have said. I, too, am an old soul. <laughs> I, too, had friends who were much, much older than myself. I, too, have dated men who were significantly older than me. Mm. And some of them, like Apioko, have really proven that the fact that you've been on this earth longer than I have does not mean you have it together upstairs, I'm yeah. telling you. Um, but what I would say is that she sounds like she's very self-assured and very self-aware. Hmm. Um, I think that's a good path to be on. She should carry on on that path because nobody knows you better than you know yourself. Hmm. If you feel strongly that this is a relationship that can go the distance then work at it of course um with an age gap relationship there are things that will come up because he's been on this planet longer than you have he will definitely have more experience because he's experienced more he's had more things happen to him just to put it very like um in a very elementary way mm. like he's seen more than you have because he's had more time mm. here of course, that's going to, it's not going to cause issues, but it's going to um, create a different sort of space for you guys to have conversations. It's going to define your relationship in a way that someone who's in your same age range won't be able to, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So that's something that you also have, to, that's something that you're also going to have to take into consideration and work around. And um, with regards to her friends, noise <laughs> um yeah d don't pay attention to that you nobody knows you better than you know yourself so um of of course i understand that if even your mentor has brought up the issue it's it's given you something to think about but 
you know the relationship better than anyone else does. So get to know the situation you're in. Define what it is, how your relationship operates, and move forward. If a couple of years down the line you realize it's not for you, then it's not for you. But I don't think you should allow noise to cloud your judgment. Mm -hmm. I must agree with you on the noise part because mm -hmm. um, usually mm -hmm. there's also a lot of noise mm -hmm. and it doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be coming from your friends later in life, from your family, from your colleagues, from strangers. Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. seems to think they have an opinion on how you should live your life. And um, I don't know if it has something to do with her age, like her being 25, you know, but... I know 25-year-olds who don't really care what yeah. people say, you yeah. know. But then again, I mean, we're all socialized differently. Um, I guess all I'm trying to say is your, your friends' opinions don't actually matter. How mm -hmm. do you feel about, you know, the situation most importantly? Um, I do see how you may be a little uncomfortable. For instance, if, okay, you're saying this guy is 38, maybe he doesn't look so young he started to gray. Meanwhile, all your friends and your age mates look really young. So it's like you can't even go places with him because you feel people will say, oh, well, why are you dating this old man kind of thing? But of course, if you're lucky enough and this 38-year-old guy looks like just the regular guy next door, then you know it's easier for him to blend in. But certainly that's a decision you have to make. I think the takeaway from this is your friends, I mean, their opinions just don't matter. And age... Yes, it's just a number, really. Um, so just consider all the options and um, take, take a really good decision because, um, I mean, we're here just to sort of lead you to the door, but you're going to have to open it yourself. Three. All righty. So a message here from Atta, who's watching all the way from Tamale, says, Hi, sisters. I've been in a relationship with this girl for about four years. Now, initially, she was very sweet and couldn't get over me. But things started changing with time. Throughout our relationship, she's texted me like four times, telling me it's over between us, mostly after we've had a misunderstanding. But because I don't give up, we somehow find ourselves together again. Just last week, after she spent five days at my place, something she's never done before, she texted me that she's realized that she has no feelings for me. According to her, throughout our relationship, she's been trying hard to develop feelings for me. The main reason why she spent those five days at my place uh, has, but it's been very difficult for her. Okay, so that's the main reason why she spent five days with him, basically. But she's saying, or he's saying, that it's been difficult for her to develop those feelings, and she wanted to be sure. I asked her if there was something that I or we can do about those feelings, but she says she's not sure. She said she's not leaving me, though, but thinks it's... Uh, uh, it's good to let me know how she feels. What should I do? Should I permanently break up with her? Because I'm afraid I might be living with someone who has openly told me she has no feelings for me and I can't guarantee what she'll be doing behind my back. I need your advice. Atta from Tamale. What kind of konongo kaya is this? You don't want to go. But you don't like the person. Like, <laughs> look, Atta. <laughs> That letter, <laughs> like, you know, exhausted me. The letter, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, poor Atta. You say you're That's obvious. He Else does. he wouldn't even message he does, like But it. you see, unrequited love, hmm. Charlie. The most painful thing. Extremely. Extremely. And you've been in this for four years. I mean, at first, I wanted to see where I was going. Okay, four times over four years. She said she's going, she's leaving. I thought, okay, maybe childish mishaps. 
But really, if she's come to see her place for a fight. That, that what kind of thing is that? She wanted you confirmation. Spent, and she's got it. And she's got it. And she said it. You mm. see, and she wants but you. She's not she wants him to be the bad person. And maybe you have to be. For your own sanity. Look, I, I dare say you've wasted four years of your life on somebody who doesn't really care about you. It's really unfortunate that you are in love with this person. But look, there's better out there for you. Really, that's where I'll end it. There's better out there for you. <laughs> she's, she's told you she's not in love with yeah, you and the feelings aren't going to develop. After four years, if they haven't, she spent five days with you. She had never done that before. What, you're going to marry her before you get to know that she doesn't really love you? No, no, no. Don't waste your time. I don't think he's wasted four years, though. I think this is a lesson. Because if he put up with so much for four years, clearly <laughs> there's something up. Like, maybe he, doesn't, he, maybe he doesn't feel like he's deserving of the that, woman he's with, that maybe. kind of love. Because I don't see how you would you be with someone. Okay, or on the flip side, maybe she has attachment issues. And she's also very scared of committing. That's why she's so easy to say she wants to break up and then she'll come back. Maybe it's one of those things. Hmm. But it just, it sounds so exhausting. Why would you put up with that? I mean, I like my sanity, so when I hear things like this, I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's you. Yeah, yeah, poor guy, though. I, mean. I think what the lady was doing was to figure out if she wants really him. Yeah, I... I this is not something I have done extensively, but I can understand what she is up to. Hmm. But the thing is, look, we are talking about him now. If someone shows you who they really are, you believe, believe them. them. She's made it clear. Yeah. So I think he has his answers. Hmm. He should just yeah, find someone else who is interested and doesn't need all this time, these years, to figure out if they want you or not. Because there are people who meet you today and it's like from now till forever, they are texting you, calling you, they want to come to your house. Even you are running away from them. <laughs> there are scenarios like that. Yeah. So yeah. for this one, who for years, she can't figure it out and she even had to come and spend like five days or something in your house just to see if she can just kick or you know spark things up mm. and it's still not working. Mm. I think you should believe what she's telling you. Mm. It's not working. So, right. yeah, fine. It seems both of them are afraid, though. She is afraid to go because maybe mm. she... Because uh, you're he not feeling it. Why are you yeah, still there? For he's, also, he's also not... He's also afraid to leave her. It's, I don't know what's maybe going on Maybe they don't there. like being alone. No, there are people yeah. like that, too. And they are two and, available yeah. people. Yeah. So and then also less... fear of the unknown. Yeah. 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 After four yeah. years, yeah. Yeah. what will you find? What's out there? But... It's not healthy. It's not. Mm, Risky not business. Healthy. One might fall in love with somebody else and then would have to come and say, you know, bye, Felicia. Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's not good. Mm. It won't end well. Right. So yeah. now that everyone knows that one doesn't like the other, yeah. I think they both, they've both known for a while. Maybe this is the confirmation yeah, they, right. needed. they needed to hear it from somebody else that it's not a good situation and it's time to leave. Because it's pretty obvious. obvious. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it doesn't get more obvious than this. this. The yeah. writing is on the wall. It's all over. It's in your face. Just read, you know. Um, this is not where you want to be, my guy. You know, and I, I think that there's someone out there who will truly want to spend the rest of their lives with you, will love you for who you are. And you should look for that woman. Don't waste one more day with this other person who said to you clearly, you are not the one. I don't have anything for you. You even asked it. 
What are the chances? Can, what can we do together? She's not even willing to work at it, you know. So move on. Mm. Move on. I mean, that's the clear message that we're all, you know, um, sending out to you today. And we wish you the best of luck with, uh, you know, whoever else you find. And I hope you treat her like a queen. Mm. Yeah. All righty. So Sister Sister continues. Remember our WhatsApp number, 54 998 Six nine nine six. Samuel sends a message, says, Hi, Jess. I'm dating this lovely lady. I love her a lot, but she is constantly asking me for money. Hmm. I can afford to keep giving her the money, but I feel it's wrong. She's from a comfortable home and doesn't seem to have any real financial problems. She only uses the money on gadgets. I feel like I need to let her know. How do I put it across to her without hurting her? End our relationship. Hmm. You have ten hands. <laughs> ten hands. <laughs> Work with your ten hands. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, when, when, when he, he mentioned that she uses the money for gadgets, then I was thinking, okay, then this should be easier. It should be easier for, her to, for him to talk about it. Right. Because if she was asking for the money maybe to... For pay, school fees. For school fees yeah. and those, those things. Lines. It would be insensitive to say, my dear, yeah. I'm not giving you. Right. But for gadgets... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I think this one, it should come a bit easy. You should mm. be able to just talk to her and say, you know what? I mean, if you were asking for certain things, I'd, I'd not be bothered. But gadgets, like... I think that conversation should come easier hmm. than if she was hmm. using the money for, you know, other things that we would say are more important or are more crucial. Right. Yes. He should ask himself why she's not asking for money for gadgets from her parents. There you go. She's from a comfortable home. You see, a lot of people who, I mean, have financial comfort at home, they don't just throw things at their kids, especially when they are making that money in a clean way. Um, yes, they yeah. may give you a car. But it's not my Benz. I'll buy a small car. When you get money, you buy your own Benz. Mm. Um, they may give you enough money to do your hair. It may be an expensive weave. It may be some nice crochet locks. But eh, it's not enough for a full-length 20-inch Peruvian. Right. I don't know if you see where I'm coming really? from. And so she may have good phones, but maybe she wants iPhone 11 or something. Uh, really. If her parents are not giving it to her and she's from a comfortable home, that's not your place. Mm. And why are you giving her money? You know, I mean, if you buy her a gift, so with people like this, what I usually advise is give them gifts. Um, not as expensive as their gadgets, but something that you know she likes. So give her a gift as opposed to giving her money that she can go and squander. And what then, if she asks you for But if she asks for money, you see, another thing too is, is she, do you know for a fact that she's from a comfortable home? No, she told you. Or she told you yeah. that. Look, when we were on campus, we saw some people, oh, yeah. people and the lies they were telling. You know, so if you also don't know it for a fact, that's also something that you should look into. Mm. And that's another conversation on, mm. on its own. But if she's asking you for money, then maybe also, so sit down, have that conversation. Like Sandy said, if it's for gadgets and not school fees, or something as delicate as sanitary towels, then really, the conversation should be simpler. Not simple, mm -hmm. not easy, but simpler to have. Yeah. So just let her know. You can even come at it from, um, you know, the point of, uh, of view of a person who cares about her. Now, look, you know, we are growing older. Mm -hmm. You don't waste money like this. Mm -hmm. You have a phone. It works well. You have maybe a tablet. It works well. You have a laptop. It serves your purpose for whatever you need it for. 
you don't need anything beyond, especially something you can't afford yourself. And I explained to her that if you were another guy, that guy might actually be taking advantage of her based on those requests for money. Mm. Um, if she doesn't understand that, then maybe too, this is not somebody that you need to be with, you see, mm. honestly. Yeah. yeah, that's more my angle because if you even have to have this conversation about money, about asking your partner for money, then I feel like you're already in trouble because <clears throat> I don't know how old she is, but we're at an age or I'm at an age where I'm building with my partner. I'm not squandering my mm. money, mm. let alone his money, on gadgets and trying to look cool, let's be honest. Because yeah. if she she has things, then why does she need extra? She should try and do bougie on a budget like some of us. Yes. But um, <laughs> Bougetto. Bougetto. <laughs> but me, I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone who has no regard for money, who doesn't seem to see the value of money and who's wasting money on things they don't really need, mm. is this someone you're really trying to build a life with? We could be having conversations about how we could invest our money and the businesses we could build as opposed to the newest iPad or whatever, whatever, whatever you need when you already have a laptop that works and a phone that, you know, serves its purpose. So... I think this is this is a huge red flag for me. So I think you should go back to basics and just assess this person and see if this is indeed somebody you can move forward with. Because I, I know it's not about me, but I feel so uncomfortable asking my partner for money. I don't even ask my parents for money. I don't remember mm. the last time I asked my parents for money, let alone my partner, unless it was something we both wanted to purchase that was for business purposes or something that served both us agreed, both yeah. well. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I, I don't know if you can move forward with somebody you have to sit down with and, you know, like explain the value mm. of money. I know when Sandy said, oh, even if it was for school fees, she could say she needs it for school fees and then use the money Still for something else. Yeah. So if yeah. you even have to, True. it's like a conversation I'd have with a younger sibling or something like this is so bizarre. Right. So, yeah, I think reassess your relationship and yeah, see if you can move forward. Alrighty, a few messages. So uh, Ben says she is using you. You're the gadget guy. A woman who truly loves you feels shy when they're even asking you for money unless you willingly give it out. That one cry, they will pretend small before they take it. Anyway, gadget guy, advise yourself ASAP. Do you guys agree with this comment, though? To some extent. Yeah. To some extent, yeah. Some extent. yeah. I think it's spot on. You know, uh, Scholastica says... Um, just sit her down after a nice date. Yeah. Tell her the plans you have for both of you. Mm. Then uh, you also let her know spending on frivolous things won't take both of you anyway, anywhere. Mm. So it's better to save instead. Peter said, this money and relationship matter. Hmm. If she's from a comfortable home and she doesn't have any special needs for money, tell her the honest truth. Let her know you can save up that money for something better in future. If she wants those gadgets, she should work for them. Mm -hmm. Dora says, since she's not yet married to you, I don't think it's your responsibility. Where was she getting money from when you were not in the picture? Sit her down, talk some sense to her. If you keep giving her money and she asks one day and you don't have, she'll start looking elsewhere for it. Just support her in your own little way. You need to save for the future. And I guess you have parents and siblings to take care of as well. Missy says, Women today still feel a man should be responsible for them to show he loves them. It's mm. very archaic. In the Stone Age, it was feasible, but it's a no-no in this era. <laughs> if you can't communicate with your partner, you shouldn't be dating them. Mm -hmm. Simple. Mm -hmm. 
Ifia says, ironically, you're the cause of what you've had to deal with. You encouraged mm -hmm. your girlfriend's habit every time you gave her what she asked for. Mm -hmm. The good news is, it's your money, so you owe her no explanation whatsoever. Simply stop giving her money. If she loves you and not your money, there should be no problem. Albert finally says, my guy, stop dispensing such unnecessary goodies. Gadgets, dear libing. Is she an electrician? Um, here's a message coming in from Worried Abana. Now, she says, hello, sisters. I've been dating a guy for four years. I love him very much, but I cheated on him without reason. <clears throat> I stopped cheating. But my problem is now he's never touched me in all these four years. He's loved me. And I believe that he's also been faithful on his, on his end. All this is making me feel really guilty. And at times I feel like confessing to him, but I'm afraid that he may leave me. What do I do? Hmm. Wait, sir, so the one being intimate for four years. She's saying he's never touched her. He's never touched her. In four her. years, yes. Oh. But she doesn't say whether they're married or whether they're celibate. Mm. None of that. Nothing like that. This Possibly the did. reason why she cheated was yeah, because he, yeah. he didn't, he hasn't touched her. Hmm. But if there was an agreement to stay that way, what's her excuse? Mm. But of course, she didn't make that mm. clear. But no, if there was an agreement, maybe we are a religious what couple. Yeah. We think that we should wait till marriage. Of course, the marriage bit too wasn't confirmed. I think for that, then indeed you're cheating i don't know what basis you use because if if you've had that conversation that we are going to stay that way mm -hmm. but obviously she has a problem with that four years she's mm -hmm. she mentioned it mm -hmm. so then that's the problem but she also wants to know if she should tell him mm -hmm. or not i think guilt is a very powerful force mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just say it and see what will come out of it and then go because you are going to keep this thing with you mm -hmm. you've even written to us <laughs> it won't leave you alone mm -hmm. Guilt won't leave you alone. But then, lady, you are saying that this guy has been faithful to you. He has loved you. Why? <laughs> like, why? Because. <laughs> why? Some, sometimes you don't need a reason. Exactly. You know, yeah. Sometimes you just can. Just and you sometimes can. you just, you know. It well, just, she said it for no happens. reason, yeah, right? She did say yeah, for, for no reason. reason. Oh, my but, God. But I also feel like sometimes people don't rate sex like they don't rate intimacy she says he hasn't touched her mm. so maybe that's one of her love languages physical touch he yeah. hasn't shown her love in a way you know she responds to in four years that mm. might be the reason why she went and looked for it elsewhere, elsewhere. so I agree with you. I, I do think guilt is going to eat her up so yeah. she can take it no more. So she should just claim it and have the conversation <laughs> and just own it. Hmm. But I, I don't, I mean, I don't understand. Okay, to be very honest, I don't understand this whole four years. He's never touched you if you don't have an agreement to stay celibate. Hmm. Like if you love somebody, touching them is part of the equation, isn't it? So... Maybe there's something else going on here that we don't know. know about, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I get that she feels guilty. But if your man hasn't touched you in that way for four years, then babe, I understand. So just have that conversation with him and then see where it goes. For me, I have three main theories. Okay. One, there are some men who, especially with the way our society is and the way we talk about, especially now, consent is a huge issue. Mm. Um, I mean, 
it's it's clear that she hasn't made it obvious to him that she's a sexual person mm. or that she's someone mm. who who takes a lot of interest in her sexuality and embraces it if he doesn't know that then he could be very skeptical about being the one to bridge the conversation especially if he really likes her and respects that mm. that's one theory two it could be that there are premises that we don't know about maybe he's very religious uh, maybe he thinks that the two of them are very religious right and so he doesn't want to get into it. Three, one that we probably don't want to touch. Maybe he's homosexual. Maybe. Maybe. It's something that a lot of people don't like to stare in their face. Mm. But the truth is that there are people like that who live amongst us. Mm. Because for four years, assuming none of the other things I've said prior are the reason, he hasn't touched her. Assuming that he does know that she's a sexual person, she embraces her sexuality and he still hasn't touched her, there's no religious thing holding mm. you back, mm. then it's a bit weird. It's very mm. awkward. But what I'll say to her is, regardless of what it is, ask him. Women, a lot of the time, we feel as though, again, our society, we don't want to be the ones to broach conversations when it comes to sex and sexuality. But ask him. Ask him why he hasn't touched you, and tell him that it's making you wonder why, and mm. it's driving you crazy. And then I agree with my sisters. You have to tell him that you cheated on mm. him. You have to. Because you see, Ghana is a very small place. Mm -hmm. And it may not be the person you cheated on him with who, bring the, who mm. spilled the beans. It may not be you. But somebody somewhere who saw something. <laughs> and the guy is smart. He can connect the dots. So they, we've seen things in this life. Mm. Just tell him. And really... Um, like Sandy said, tell him and, and see where it goes. So I'm the only one who thinks you shouldn't tell. Oh, no way! I was just about to say, like, yeah, can I just should you tell him? You don't, she, she why talks, should you tell him? He feels very guilty. Forget guilt. Well, well, no, no way. He just that us. voice. He deserves to know the but kind of woman who he is. She's not married to him for crying out loud. Matter. I feel like they have to have that conversation. So that's what you do, yeah. You have the conversation <laughs> about why you guys are not getting physical, and then gauge from there whether you should tell him or not. Okay, so that I is it. Was yeah. Truthfully, I don't think you should tell him at all. Somebody else. No, I, I don't. Have you don't. Know, you, right you know. You know. You know the people who say say. Okay, okay, so you've had a moment of weakness, uh -huh. right? You've gone outside your relationship, and unfortunately, she left out a lot of information. So you know, yeah. sort of grasping at straws yeah. here, but. I just feel that sometimes when you open up a bit too much to people, it becomes a weapon that they use against you personally. So if there's, if in my heart of hearts, I feel like, okay, that was just a moment of weakness. Mm -hmm. I actually want to work on this relationship for it. I'm not going to come here and start confessing. You're not a <laughs> priest. Mm. No, I'm sorry. It's true. Personally, I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't. True. If you don't know, you don't know. Let's yeah. move on. Let me try and work on mm. this mm. to make it happen. Because guess what? Two years down the line, when we have worked on stuff and there's this major blowout, which will happen, he will use it against yeah. me. Oh, well, yeah, but you're the one who went behind us in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's always it. I don't need that, okay? Yeah. I'm dealing with my own demons. I've gone out there. I've cheated on you. Yeah, okay, I'm human. For all you know, he's cheated on me. I don't even know that. Why would I come and say, oh, you know, I've cheated, <laughs> forgive me? No, I, I don't intend to do it again. So... Let's move on. Let me try and work on this. Yeah. If it doesn't work, hey, I clean my mouth. And then I move on. That's, that's how I, I see Jess, it. See, some I of us can Jess. do that. Some no. of us can do that. But this lady seems like Forget the type it. of person who Those lets voices will go quiet when you ignore them well, long I, enough. For me, look, if, if, if you are looking at Sandy who's never been anywhere but with you, 
I want you to see that person. If you're looking oh, at Sandy, who's been everywhere, whatever, I also want you to see me for who I am. No masks. See, I will like tell Sandy. the truth. If you pack me aside, I understand. If you decide to keep me later, put it in my face, whatever, I still think it's information Sorry, that you need to know. Because I did this to myself to God and to you. On a need-to-know basis. No. So you just no. See, I, see, I, I see where you're coming from. He's just this coming. I see where you're coming from. But you're your own best friend before you're his partner. Thank you. Okay. So I feel like, you know, you have to work on Look it with out yourself. For yourself. Forgive, forgive yourself he will before do you can work on the relationship. So trust me. need to know. Because this whole he's been faithful thing, you don't know. We don't even know. know. You see, sometimes you're not measuring faithfulness or fidelity in a relationship. I get that. I get that, but why? Why do you feel the need to confess? Confess to God if you feel so guilty. Oh, definitely Where she will yourself? confess to no, God. No, you feel me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel go you. seek yeah. for prayers or whatever. But why should you? And especially yes. if you know it's not something you're not going to continually do. Like I said, one-off thing, maybe, okay, you like intimacy for four years. This person you're with never, okay, uh, God, I'm really sorry. I really want to turn my life around. I want to work on my relationship. And that's your personal thing with God or whoever else you hold that high. Yeah. You understand? But to go and confess to him, me, I won't give you that ammunition, mom. Me? Have you heard Shaggy's song? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> no, nah, man. I won't give you that ammunition. I will not. You know, and it is what it is. We see that different kinds of people. No, I agree. I'm not see? saying everyone should agree with me, but I'm just saying, see? like, I hear you, ladies, yeah. but I don't hear you. Me, I'm the kind of person. I don't like having regrets. Mm. So when I'm doing something, negative or positive, at the back of my mind, I'm doing it knowing that I won't have regrets. So someone like me, I can actually cheat if I wanted to. And then, Charlie... You know, that's it yes. is what it is. It is what we move on. Nobody has to know. You wipe this lady. The guilt is the killing guilt her. Is her. Please, your voices, those, just silence those voices. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really your choice. I mean, you've heard yeah. from my sisters, but that's my opinion as well. So we wish you the best of luck in uh, this particular matter. Write back to us and let us know how it goes, okay? Thank you for listening to Sister Sister, the podcast. I believe problems in relationships occur because each person is concentrating on what's missing in the other person. The best way to begin to solve these problems is to be willing to communicate and compromise. Catch you on the next episode.